Welcome back to 4 Geeks by Geeks, the place where geeks come to geek out. As always, I'm Bozer, and this is your Monday Night Geek Out Sesh, and with a real life guest this time, you guys. Woo! Hey, Alec, thanks for the sub. Alec is here, as always. Thanks for hopping in while you're on vacay, I know. I love you, nerds. Thank you. Love you too, Alec. And DSB is here in the chat. M. Gordy's in the chat. I'm really excited for DSB because DSB is one who first suggested these guys from Rising Eagle as guests in the first place. Cantina, did I get here right on time? Dang, were you hoping to get here late? Uh, but if this is your very first Geek Out Sesh, we do this each and every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, right here live on Twitch. Thanks for hanging out. We geek out with artists, with streamers, with comic book artists, with cosplayers, with geeks of all kinds that are doing good and geeking out loud. And if you are watching back on YouTube or listening back on podcasts, thank you. Because if you miss a stream, you can always catch it after the fact on our YouTube or podcast. Look at me go, crushing it by accident. Cantina, of course. Do you crush it any other way? But I know we're a little bit late tonight, so sorry about that, you guys. This is what happens when Bozer's left alone running the channel. Uh, T wishes he could be here, but he couldn't make it tonight. And that's okay, because we miss him. He'll be in our hearts. Maybe he'll jump in the chat. And if he does, then riddle him with insults for missing it. Um, but because we are a little bit late, I don't want to keep the guys waiting for too long. Um, all I want you to know is you can use the QOTD command question of the day and tell me which fruit should get yeeted from this planet um uh, for me it's personally a fruit that i have just been become aware of and it happened through an ihop shake where they thought it would be a great idea to take like chocolate and vanilla and put currants on top currants suck they are like spicy and too tangy and they ruined the entire thing and so that's that's mine. They, you, currents can go yeet themselves up the planet, but I know you're more curious about what the guys from Rising Eagle Comics have to say about it. So stick around. We're going to hear the question of the day and also how Rising Comics got start. Rising Eagle, excuse me, Comics got started and their whole story. And I am really pumped about it. You ruined the entire thing. Yes, thank you, Cantina. This is why I love you. This is why you're here. So please give it up for the guys from Rising Eagle Comics. Give it up for Mr. First Greg Porter. Woo! We got Rome and we got Shakes. What's good? How we doing you guys? I love that person too. That's live, it's a live studio. You didn't know that there's live studio here? Oh no, see, I'm even more nervous. nervous. Oh, I, I, I wish I would have told you that before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Because we're definitely not streaming from my back corner of my basement. That would be weird. Very, very. So how are you guys doing tonight? How are you feeling? I'm doing good. We just all got out of work, man. We're doing good, though. Yeah. I know. I appreciate you guys rushing out of work, slamming some dinner in your faces, and jumping on stream with me. Alex says, what the heck, Bozer? You told them, who told them that they could be nerds and super buff? Are you see the games or something? something you know? I'm trying to get like them, though. I'm trying to get like them, though. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a million-dollar studio. Shush, DSP. You stop it. But before we get into all the goodness tonight, I got to know, what's the question of the day? What fruit would you guys yeet from this earth? Um, 
It's uh, definitely mangoes, man. I'm not a true Puerto Rican. Like, you gotta get those mangoes oh out of here. Oh my god, yo! You get those mangoes out of here. I got more too. I can. I, I got. It's a lot of things we can eat out of here. <laughs> it's a lot we can eat out of here. Man. Uh, Shakes, you have you have feelings about that? Mangoes are delicious, yo. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, mine is bananas. I hate them. Can't stand. Oh my bananas. god. My whole group is no, no, me. I agree because banana, uh, the banana taffy apple, like that little candy, is disgusting. So I'm right. I'm right with Murphy. Yeah, banana flavored anything is, a, is yeah. the first to go for me. Well, that's very, very different. A real banana versus a banana flavor. I don't know oh, where they oh, hold oh, the flavor. Oh, it's fair. It's fair. The, it's not from a real banana yeah. ever. It's it's no fair. Yeah. Real bananas, the flavor, all of it. All right, Shakes, <laughs> wow. what fruit are we eating? Uh, I'll take away kiwi. I do not like those seeds, and it's not as sweet as you. Kiwi, kiwi. kiwi is one of the greatest combos of all time. Exactly, with sugar. <laughs> you try yes. straight kiwi? <laughs> yes. Strawberry kiwi. That's all I'm saying, guys. No. Shake this cancel. Cancel, cancel. I agree. You can't cancel cancel me. Go ahead, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry kiwi. That's all I got to say. No, we used to cut them in half and just take a spoon. Yeah, you're, you're tweaking, bro. He's a mango eater, yeah, so he does like this the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> you mean that? <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, you Thank guys. You. Like I said, DSB connected us um, through our Discord. We have a channel where you can suggest a guest. So if you're part of our Discord, go ahead and let us know who you want to see on the channel because it works. I just go immediately, and then it's worked because I can say, hey, this person knows me. I'm not a spam bot. I've got names. <laughs> And I'm really grateful he did because I'm excited for what you guys are doing. So in a nutshell, Greg, why don't you tell us, in a nutshell, what do you guys do as geeks? Uh, so um, we're Rising Eagle Comics. We're, um, we're all black dads. We're trying to write comics, you know, just for us, you know. Uh, bring a lot of diversity to try to do what, like, Milestone was doing back in the 90s. But, you know, just modernizing a lot, you know, do a lot of more inclusiveness to... Uh, Jake's got kicked off the island for real. Um, <laughs> yep, I came back. Um, the internet came. Yeah, we just we just want to write awesome stuff, you know, and you know, more relatable things for everyone to read. Like for a lot of us, we either got inspired by like Black Panther the movie, uh, when he was in Captain America, or for me, Miles Morales has always been my goat. He's my favorite Spider Man. Um, so we just want to do stuff like that, you know. You can't see, but I got Miles right here. On another poster. With I appreciate that. That's my boy. I got I got Spider Man tatted. I I am I am deep. Um, I I want to unpack so much of that because you are you hitting a lot of trigger points that I think are so important yeah. that we talk about throughout the night. Um, so we'll get there, but not too soon. How did you guys first all get together? Like, were you lifelong friends, or did you just meet in some way? I'm gonna let John take over this one for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So like you said, um, my inspiration came from seeing Black Panther in uh, Civil War. Um, just seeing him pop on screen, seeing the reaction he got, uh, remembering how it made me feel. Um, it inspired me to start writing comics myself. Um, but I've always been a casual, uh, I was more of a casual nerd. Like I've seen all the superhero movies and you know I knew about superheroes and stuff like that, but I was nowhere near like immersed in it enough. Um, so I started out writing and halfway through writing my very first issue, I realized like, I don't know enough about uh, superheroes to make sure one, my idea is original and two, um, I'm not repeating a lot of mistakes that earlier uh, writers made and things like that. Sure. Um, and me and Greg went to the same high school, just different years. Uh, he's about 
two or three years younger than me, I think. Um, yeah, you're older. <laughs> uh, and we had been friends on Facebook for a while, so you know, I knew he knew his stuff as far as the comics and superheroes go. So um, I started reaching out to him. At first, it started out just you know fact checking things, getting his opinion on things. But as we started to talk, um, one we we became friends, and two, uh, our you know it came out that he had also. Uh, wanted to write and create himself, so um, now it became a mutual type of partnership where he was teaching me about comics and I was, you know, helping him uh, stay motivated to write, you know, get really uh, deeper into that, uh, things like that. And um, so from there, you know, we spent the first couple of years probably, um, <laughs> me and him just really pushing stuff out, uh, working on things, and then uh, after like my i think my second issue of sergeant soul which is my first character um after that drop uh he introduced us to, well i knew shakes already but um uh-huh. from you know thinking out as a friend but after that uh he was like yo shakes also wants to write wants to get in uh wants to turn it into you know more than just me and him and uh you know shakes got in he started writing and you know that brought us to Last year, where all three of us dropped uh, one of our um, origin characters' uh, comic books. I I love just listening, loving so much of that story because it started with an inspiration, like seeing Black Panther and yeah. wanting to foster a creative spirit in in what you've been kind of keeping on the down low. Shakes, yeah. you have to stick with us, man. Because <laughs> the key. Yeah, I'm going in and out. The kiwi killing me. Hold on. The kiwi, yeah. Ki- I think there's kiwis outside your house just sawing through your <laughs> internet connection. <laughs> Strawberries are right next to it, man. <laughs> exactly. But then I love that, like, just through Facebook, because Greg happened to be geeking out loud, you just knew that that was a safe person that you could connect yeah. with. Yeah. yeah he's, al- he's always been very publicly, you know, uh, a-, a geek, a nerd, whatever you want to call it. Like, he's always, he's never hit it. Um, He's the main one sharing comic book battles and superhero uh, what ifs, things like that. Yeah. So, um, like I said, before I even started writing, me and him would talk about it, but it was very, it was always real casual. Cause like I said, yeah. I had very limited experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but now our group chat is going 25 8, really. Like, it's right. They, Someone's always saying something in there, man. It's usually me yeah. and I'm gonna lie, be sending hella like links and shit in there, but like. <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, and then, like I said, after um, I got started first, um, with uh, like I said, I have three issues of my original character, Sergeant So, already out. Um, and in the meantime, Greg was really taking his time, uh, finalizing his character, uh, Showtime, you know, really like he was really diligent with his artist selection, things like that. But in the uh, meantime, like I said, Shakes, uh, <laughs> uh shake uh joined joined the team and um his idea which was actually really different from me or greg's uh any of our original characters uh was, it was really refreshing and gave us that jolt of energy during those times where it's like um things had slowed down motivation had started to uh waver a little bit shakes coming in really recharged us and gave us uh, energy energy yeah so do you mind while we kind of talk about your comics because you keep referencing them and i i know that i want to learn more about them and i like a visual do you mind if i show your instagram while we kind of go through and oh yeah for sure go ahead. so 
while we're talking, and feel free to stop me and kind of help us, like when you talk about Sergeant Solar, Showtime, or yeah. the next character, go ahead and stop me and say, okay, this is this, this is this. So uh, the the image on the left is the one we're using for our Kickstarter program. Um, I mean, our Kickstarter uh, campaign. Yeah. In the middle, we have Connie, uh, written by me. Um, okay. On the left, we have Showtime, which is written by Greg. And then on the right, we have Legacy Blades, written by Shakes. Um, three, yeah. three vastly different characters, um, all in the same universe, though. And uh, right now, they don't connect, but down the line, we're really working on... We weaving we some stuff up for it. We weaving. We're, we're doing massive world building, um, really setting up an epic event, something you know similar to Infinity War and Endgame or the Crisis event that DC did. You know, like well, we're really... Uh, off the deep end right from the get-go. Yeah. A lot of a lot of one thing we've noticed since we started in the indie comics game is a lot of uh a lot of writers are just writing their story without any type of end game or no, any type no of goals, man. Any oh, type no of trajectory? Play. Yeah. Like we we're we're playing at least twenty five issues down the road for each character. So um And how long has, has Rising Eagle Comics been a a thing? Uh, I start I so Black uh, Civil War started out. Civil War dropped in 2016. Um, I went out and bought a Chromebook the next day and started writing. Uh, <laughs> and then I was connected with Greg before the summer of 16. So uh, you know, by then we had a name and a few characters on the map. Um, and yeah, so six years uh, going on seven in, in May or March, one of those. That is wild. And your how many issues have you published now? Uh, six total. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm right with them. Um, I I dropped one physical, but I have ten issues up on web novel right now. Nice. There's 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 okay. nothing but the scripts. Okay. Let's nice. check them out on there. Fifty thousand views already on web novel, so definitely go help a player out. Go hit a hundred k this year. Yeah, so, yeah, we, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. This is your, uh, uh, like I said, we've been, um, even though we're, we're only at six issues produced, uh, all of us have a handful of issues already written and scripted, just ready to, to, uh, hand off to the artist because none of us can draw. Faith can draw a little bit, uh, but me and Greg, we, we don't even touch it. Nah, I don't do stick figures, man. I don't do anything. So you guys really are the you're <laughs> writing these, you're conceptualizing the characters and the kind of story arc, but then you hand that off to an artist and they kind of storyboard that out and draw the actual physical concepts of the characters. Yep. I have yes, no sir. idea how a comic comes to be. I honestly have none. It's a you process. Dude. <laughs> very first uh, comic book company on the show, so I'm I've got so many questions on how this all works. <laughs> Well, Shakes, uh, Shakes, you can go ahead and tell them about uh, what is you you dropped your notes recently, so you can tell them about what the process was like for you um, from start to finish to getting Legacy Blaze One out. Gotcha, gotcha. So Legacy, let me start from the way back, way back the beginning. So I had this character since I was in sixth grade. Oh, wow. and yeah, and I 
it was you could tell I was uh, inspired by like stuff I watched because the first legacy was supposed to hold a sword, like the sword of Olympus from God of War. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets his powers, but then like, you know, you age and just rewrite it, rewrite it. And then I still have in high school my first story that I ran down for legacy. And it's completely different mm -hmm. than the, you know, the actual outcome. And then in 2016, me and Greg, you know, drinking. I'm like, dude. That's <laughs> when all the best ideas come out. Drunk, just some like, dude. I want to make a comic. And Greg was like, oh, I'm writing one too. You should just do it. And I was like, I don't know if I have the funds and I don't know what to do. And Greg was like, dude, just write it. And we could worry about that later. And I said, okay. And then that's how Legacy started off, off the rip. Everybody needs a Greg in your life, it sounds like. Try to do everything, man. Try to help him out, you know. You're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just need someone to give me the go-ahead to tell me it's <laughs> not the worst idea. Yeah. All you need is one person to believe in you, man. That's kind of the you know yeah. little thumb I try to apply. Everybody and it's crazy. When I first written Legacy, it was gonna be thirty pages long. Okay. And and then I saw the prices of the artists. I said, "Yeah, we're gonna have to trim that down." <laughs> and How I'm, long was it? Two pages. Excuse me. Say it again. How long was it? Two pages. Thirty <laughs> pages. I know, but then the actual. How long did the actual come? Then I trimmed it down to twenty-two. Okay. Trimmed it down to twenty-two pages. It's not bad. So full eight pages is scrapped, gone. You know, you can but always... that that's a good lesson, though. Dead, that's right? all, that's a good lesson. Those prices taught me a good lesson. Don't overwrite. Definitely taught you how to write better. I'm like, yeah, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't need this. You don't need that. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that that was one of the biggest things. Um, Cause like you, uh, as you you said, um, starting off, we had no idea how the actual process went of making the comics. Like you know, we all knew yeah. the script and everything like that. But um, what we realized is because we can't draw, at least not well enough to make our idea, you know, worth handing to other people. Uh, we started to find artists, and the first time you talk to an artist, like, hey, um, how much? Uh, how much do you charge per page? Like I got lucky for Sergeant Soul, my first uh my first one. Um, a guy who also went to me and Greg's high school, uh up and coming artist himself. Um yeah, he what charged high me. did you guys go to that you're all these brilliant creatives? <laughs> we went to uh Limblue Math and Science Academy. Yeah, so Math and Science Academy? Yeah, press creativity. They're outside. I was up north. Uh, so yeah, he charged me. He's like, "I'll do your uh, first issue for a flat rate," um, you know. But it was also his first comic book too, uh, and and I was honestly spoiled at that time because I'm like, "Oh, flat rate," and it was you know, it was, it was really affordable. I'm like, "Oh, this would be great. I can make comics all day." Um, and all then day. <laughs> the next issue, I met with a more experienced artist, and he hit me with a contract that included. Prices per page, um, how much it costs to change things, um, mm -hmm. everything. Like, it was a really, it was a really detailed contract, and I was like, "Oh, okay, now, now we're getting uh, in the game for real." Um, and yeah, 
comics are expensive. Let's, let's put it like that. Uh, the cheapest you'll find a really good artist, honestly, is like 80 bucks a page. A page? Yeah. yeah. A page, It's not an easy thing to do. I tried, I tried drawing a comic book one page when I was in, in middle school, high school. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but that alone was so fucking hard. Like, like Greg mentioned, we just sat in on a uh, 24-hour comic book jamboree, uh, which was a, a comic book contest where they uh, 24 hours to um, create a, con a comic book um, from scratch. And sitting there watching them go through the actual process was really eye-opening because for sure I understand the prices now. That yeah. shit is, is no joke. Um, <laughs> What's crazy? It's eighty. It could be eighty dollars just in black and white. So it's an extra thirty to fifty dollars for color. Right. That's not including certain line work, certain uh, if they're going to yep. do lettering. All that's separate. All that's separate. You know. But yeah. when you're good at what you do, like you, you need that look. Exactly. Mm -hmm. so let's go back to your characters a little bit, and can you kind of educate us on who they are and what their powers are, and maybe a little bit about their stories? Um, yeah, we can move left to right. Um, okay. Showtime's on the left. Um, he's, no a time, no he's a 19-year-old uh, he's a uh, Afro-Latino. Um, he discovers he's in the comic book. I won't spoil how he learns, but he learns he's in the comic book. He meets the creator of his story, which is essentially an avatar of myself. Okay. With that, think like the Matrix. When Neo learned like he could just do whatever the hell he wants, Yeah. that's showtime right now. He's a 19-year-old kid in college. Freshman. Yeah, my freshman. Um... With all the freedom in the world to do what he wants so at this point he's just trying to change the narrative of his life and see how how the boundary and see how far he can really push it so the reality warping power is about to get real really wacky really soon and so almost like within this world <laughs> I, I i got a little gains i got a little gains you know something like that <laughs> he can basically do anything he kind of can imagine yeah Whatever the writer can think of, he can do. And my my imagination is freaking limitless, bro. So you're going to see a lot of cool stuff from uh, Showtime. And it's a big connected piece into the bigger map we're writing. Okay, okay. So tell us a little more about Connie. Uh, so Connie is a... Um, she's an immortal assassin. Well, that's her moniker is uh, the immortal assassin. Um, she was born towards the tail end of slavery. Um her parents wanted a way to protect their only child, so they reach out to a uh, a shaman, um, and he ends up uh, doing a spell that lasts the you know duration of the uh, pregnancy. She ends up coming out. She has super strength, speed, heightened intelligence, and she's invulnerable. Um, so uh, she basically spends her life, you know, being a superhero, uh, but not necessarily. You know, she's Batman, but with real powers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All Batman fans just left the chat. Yeah, hey, I am anti-Batman, but yeah, she's... They're going to spread up. rich, uh, mega smart, and she takes no shit from anybody. Um, her big thing is, yeah, she she's super badass. Uh but the, the fun part about writing her is it really challenges me to not just punch my way through everything. Um, Sergeant So, who's not pictured here, uh, he's not a part of the Kickstarter, but 
he's very much my I'm a punch my way through everything character. Um, you know, he'll have some some intelligence feats later on, but uh, with Connie, it's all about um, character development, um, really showing how she gets things done without just using her super strength. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, she ends up with, like I mentioned earlier, we're really aiming towards something down the line. You'll see her step into that Iron Man kind of role where she's uh, kind of the brains of the team, the the, the emotional crutch and everything like that. Um, and I look forward to that down the line. That's really cool. And that challenges you as a writer. That yeah. you can't punch through. You have to think creatively, how am I going to solve this? And lean, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, she's been uh, rewritten so many times to uh, <laughs> make her love. He to me. I help. He sent them to me. Yeah, she gets right. almost every other week. It seems like <laughs> you know that's her prerogative. She's not. She can change. She can be. Yeah, she's adaptable. All right, shakes. Before you drop out again, uh, tell us about. <laughs> hey, this, hey, the power of the kiwi is messing with my internet, yo. Like, <laughs> I apologize. I need you. you. <laughs> but yeah, legacy is um in this universe is a separate universe than um. Showtime, Connie, and so this universe are people called users. So think of Avatar: The Last Airbender, where people control different types of elements, yeah, but more in depth. Okay. Uh oh, I think we lost him. Poison. That was that kiwi man. That Uh-oh. that damn kiwi. So in his corner of the universe, um, you can control elements from uh, not just earth, air, wind, and fire, but you can control lightning. Um, Poison, different types. Really put a nitty gritty of like, rock, mud, all of that. And if you really, really, really in tune with your powers and you train it, you can turn that element into solid armor. And that's what you can see with Legacy with his left arm. Dope. So is that like lightning armor that he's got his left arm? Yes. Yep. Fucking sick. I love that arm. I love characters that have like one bionic arm. I don't know why. (laughs) that's dope and was avatar kind of the influence early on for oh yeah big big definitely big big influence big influence i loved avatar as a kid and i took that i took that concept and i'm like i want to break this down more i want people to i like that one i like one piece where age devil fruit controls different types of stuff so it's like a mix of both of those and he's 13. He's the youngest. Youngest and the shortest. <laughs> <laughs> and here's that Sergeant For Soul. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's Sergeant Soul. Uh, like I said, he is... I'm a huge uh, huge Superman and Thor fan. Um, yeah. So I wanted to create a character who, if I wanted, would be able to punch up there with them. Um, and by the time... Later on down... Not starting out, but later on down the line, he's definitely punching up there with any of the heavy hitters you can think of. Hell yeah. So I want to ask question. Yeah. Do you know what this picture is referencing from? Oh, shit. Now you're putting me on the spot. I told you, our show, we don't know. Yeah, shit. no, seriously. We have no, you no, you put me on the spot with the live audience, so I got to put <laughs> you on the spot. <laughs> no, I don't. What is it? Cowboy Bebop. Of course. See, that's what the <laughs> media get into. I just haven't, and I'm ashamed. Get into it. If you Google it, it's 
almost exact the same way. So do we need to shout out the artists or are these all several different artists? Um, um, this one was my artist. This was uh, I Yeah, I should have sent you the link for all my for my credits for the first issue. I just know his first name is Dicky, and I don't remember his last name. So sorry <laughs> if my artist is watching this. <laughs> it's like, oh, I worked really hard on that for 14 hours, but that's fine. <laughs> um, the artist of Connie that you're about to see uh, on the cover Ooh. right there. Um, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This looks so good. Fuego. Uh, she was another, um, of, uh, well, so her name's Cassandra. Um, we met because I posted in a Facebook group chat, like, hey, looking for a new artist. Yada yada yada, um, and someone messaged me like, "I'm not an artist, but I know someone you should check out." And he gave me your Instagram. Um, we connected, and it was an immediate uh, great connection. Like I sent her the script. She's like, "Yo, this is amazing." Um, she does amazing work. My favorite thing is the way she brings out colors. Yeah, um, she's she's super dope. She's actually going to be taking over uh, and doing. Uh, the whole Connie series, but she's also taking over and doing a uh, Sergeant Soul starting with number four. For real, hey. yeah. So we're looking looking to get a lot of work out of her. She's an amazing artist. Uh, can't wait to keep working with her. Hey, and can I ask? And I've seen it in previous pictures, but her staff has got two fists on the end of it. Yeah, like tell us about what's going on there. Um, so when I was designing Connie, I wanted to make sure. Um, she was all about you know black power she was all about um her her culture and everything like that so the staff itself uh it's, the name of it is haraka um i i had a uh a meaning behind it i don't know right now but um i was a huge teenage teenage mutant ninja turtles fan yeah um and as you can tell by both staff uh donnie was my favorite um hell yeah so I figured if I'm gonna make a hero with a weapon, it has to be, you know, one of my favorite, it has to be an homage to one of my favorite uh, characters growing up. So I decided, I, and I didn't want to give her just a basic staff. Um, I wanted to give her something that really stood out and was unique to her. So yeah, um, that's the story behind it. Um, she's got a couple of cool weapons. The fun thing about her is Pretty much every issue, she's going to have a different, uh, a different <laughs> look, a different style. Like I get to have different uh, costumes with her and everything. You know, kind of like Iron Man in his suits, basically. I, I and then that, that challenges your artist, so that challenges your writing. It doesn't put you in a box. Yeah, this is it's dope. Um, we're just going to keep kind of scrolling, but one thing that you mentioned at the start of the stream, Greg, when you were kind of talking about what makes Rising Eagle a little different. Yeah. And when I was scrolling your website, I heard you say something, or I read something that you wanted to create comic books and characters that you wanted when you were kids and yep. maybe to represent things that you felt like you didn't have. Yep. Uh, talk to us a little more about that and what's really um, cool with that. Well, like I'll reference Milestone Gangs. They did like a big thing in the, in the '90s where they brought a lot of like people of color. Uh, LGBT community was really a big thing for them too. So we wanted to do that too, but we didn't want to like um, let me choose my words properly. We just wanted to make sure um, you know we kept giving that to people. We didn't like bow out of our original mission statement of yeah. like you know 
we definitely just want to give characters ourselves and we want to tell stories about us that aren't like macrab you know what i'm saying like they're not just slave stories they're not just like we just get killed in the beginning of the movie and stuff like that like we want to write some real you know you know right write some real cool stuff right. like Lovecraft county was a big inspiration for, for murph and i when we watched it and it's just a different type of storytelling so we just want to keep telling those different types of stories but just for, for all people of color and just for anyone anyone in diverse you know anyone in, in a very diverse community the lgbt down we just really want to just hit across the board and you know do our thing to help out and increase everything in the community yeah it's the right really fun shit man like at the end of the day we still want to have fun doing this shit you know yeah because um, i mean it's fueled by your passion and yeah it it doesn't feel good to have like Hey, here's a one-off where now we're gonna focus on people of color as some other comic. Yeah, show. you feel me? Yeah, we're, we yeah. still we're here all the time. Like yeah. diversity is around you all the time. Why do we get one series or a one-off? Exactly. I love you're telling the stories that are being told actively every fucking day mm -hmm. of every fucking year. Exactly. Yeah. Um, are, are we seeing some things like this is maybe some we're getting retro, yeah. We're seeing some old version of stuff from like Sergeant Hope. Oh, okay. yeah. Way back, way back. Yeah, that's uh Sergeant Hope issue two. Uh, that was I want to say 2018. Um, okay. that was that was done. Uh, the inside illustrations was done by Ivory uh, Ivory Jones. We met on in the Facebook group. Um, he was a he did a great job of telling the early story of Sergeant So. Um, his art, as you can see, in some of the some of the other images was really realistic. Like it really yeah, the faces are popping off this. Place. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sergeant So Volume Two was that was that was one of the first times we really got to see um, personality wise of Sergeant So. Like the first issue, obviously, was me telling the story, setting up why people should care, stuff like that. Uh -huh. um, but in this one, we got to see who he was, his connection to the city a little bit. Um, and then also, it was just a lot of growing experience. Um, some of the other characters you passed were part of a... Uh, so for our anniversary, what was that, Greg? Like 20, 2020? 2020, yeah, when we did the 30 for 30. Yeah, we decided we were going to do, uh, to celebrate our anniversary month, um, we did a 30 for 30 where we dropped uh, a different one of our characters uh, every day for the month. Oh, damn. Yeah, so um, that's why you see a lot of a lot of different characters and their sketches and, and things like that, because we were just commissioning artists, getting pinups and commissions done. Um, we have a lot of them planned out already but they're not at the stage where we're ready to go for it with the full issue. But like I said, for the, for our anniversary, we want to just uh, make sure we were in everyone's faces. You know, the big game, big thing with uh, building a brand is you got to stay relevant. You got to stay in front of people's face. So yeah. we figured if we're posting a different character every day for 30, uh, 30 days, somebody's going to see it. Um, so that was a lot of fun. It was exhausting, but it was a lot of fun. I mean, you got. I respect the grind. Yeah, that's what it is, man. Intensely, right now. And fun fact: the drawer of issue two of Soul did my very first character commission for Legacy. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he did mine too. Wow, we were just if someone found a good artist, you know, we gave them as much work as we can handle until yeah. we, you know, found someone who might have fit our style more. But yeah, 
we worked with so many different artists. It's a lot of fun. Um, get to see so many different styles. Um, get to see your dream come to come to fruition in so many different ways. Yeah, it's, it's different important. when you see your character. It's right, different when you see your character on paper or on the screen. Like, man, I I created that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what this whole year, man. This last twenty twenty two, it's been a it's been a freaking year, man, for us. We've been from conventions down to just traveling a lot more and to see a lot of the the satisfaction of we got this done. It's been really dope. Yeah, yeah, because you guys have had a banner year and you're not stopping because. I think oh, you no. just launched oh, no. your Kickstarter for something exciting yesterday. Yes, sir. Yeah. What's going on there? Tell us about it. All right. Um, so as last year was, we dropped Connie one, Showtime one, and we dropped Legacy one. This 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 uh, Kickstarter is called Rise of the Sequels. So we're dropping Showtime two, Connie two, Legacy two this year. Actually, in this first quarter, um, we have a big goal here of six thousand. Um, there's a lot of cool rewards from puzzles, shirts, side glasses. We got them all. Um, we're about about to hit our first grand, I think. I don't know. Help me out, chat. Um, <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I think we hit, we're about to hit our first grand. Um, I'll drop we're really excited to get this going. A lot of things are in uh, production. Um, a lot of our comments in production. I think um, I'm halfway through. Merce getting getting re really moving. Shake is about more than halfway through, so we got a nice yeah. thing happening right now. Where ideally we're trying to drop three projects this year each, and just kind of keep this uh, mixtape grind mentality for the next couple of years yeah. until at least we can hire another artist or something like that, and and another writer we could just like lean down a bit. Yeah, we're at eight twenty one guys. So nice. Um, well, yeah. A month ago. And almost your first grand in what basically 24 hours yep yep yeah we're, you're gonna hit it the big thing we're trying to uh really get you know anyone who's looking to support us to understand is um like a lot of the kickstarters are funding like just starting the project mm -hmm. um whereas for us we've already started we're going to make these issues no matter what it's just we want to be able to get these into as many hands as possible um, we want to share share our stories with everyone that we can. Whether you like uh, like you, like Shake Sigs, whether you like Avatar, whether you like Batman, whether you like Spider Man, Deadpool. If you like comics, if you like reading, if you like compelling stories, we're just trying to get our um, the stories we've written into as many households and hands as possible. So. Um, we put in a lot of work. Uh, we've got, like Greg said, we got amazing rewards. Um, we spent hours debating on which rewards would fit, which rewards wouldn't fit. Um, we did a, we did something fun with the reward system. Uh, most people just do tiers, and they just, you know, right. tier one, two, and three. Uh, we decided to um, kind of the Easter egg hint yeah. at the. Uh, What's going on? Yeah, we're, we're hitting our big event. Um, <clears throat> So that's why the reward tiers are kind of like in a uh, warning system style. Like it's co it starts out uh, with warning is, is level one and then it's uh, code black, I think. Um, and then it goes all the way up to like code red system failure, something like that. But um, okay, it's cool. yeah, we want to make it entertaining. Uh, yeah, so warning system malfunction imminent and then, you know, code white system error. 
Like it's all a thing. Yeah. And a lot of people probably didn't even realize that. But um, later on down the line, when we're dropping our event, we'll be able to hint like, yo, we told y'all about this uh, all the way back on our, our first big Kickstarter and you didn't even yep. realize it. So the, the real will ones will get it. Exactly. Well, y'all, whether you're watching back or listening back or here in the live chat, if you have a few extra bucks from Christmas, maybe grandma gave you a nice check or some cash, throw it at Rising Eagle Comics because they're doing some grand things and really important things, but they're using a medium that they enjoy, that we all can enjoy. And I'm really just impressed by all of you and the fact I love how you get together. We're just some dads trying to live out our dreams. That's all. But you're geeking out loud and like yeah, man. exactly what we yeah. here at Four Geeks by Geeks preach that when you geek out loud, then you you find your tribe. Like just when John years ago, he didn't know where to start, but he found Greg because you were geeking out loud. And so you just attract the people that you're meant to attract as long as you are passionately pursuing your uh, yeah, you're geeked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was definitely that guy back in the day. I was definitely the guy debating Goku versus Superman back in the day. I don't <laughs> jump into those versus battles as much anymore, but that's where you used to see me. I was like, nah, I yeah. can't do that. Man. That used to be me back in the day. Well, now you're too busy writing comics. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm writing my own versus battles with my own characters. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before somebody asks if, she, if uh, Showtime could take down Spider Man and. And then I got to then I got to stun on my favorite hero, man. You know, I, it's gonna happen though. No, but I was thinking that about that before. Like I was, I always like bringing down like geeky glasses. Yeah. And I've got a Spider-Man water bottle, and I was just thinking, I can't wait for the day that there's like a Showtime water bottle or yeah. a Legacy or a Sergeant Solar Connie. Like, what would that mean? Let's like jump. Let's, oh, let's take notes, team. Let's take notes, team. He's giving us hints. Let's oh man. Jump. Take it all into existence. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, so about three years and that starts happening. Three years. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, yeah. man. It, it's one of those because when I, I remember when I dropped the we dropped the comics. I'm not gonna lie, I cried the first day. Like, I texted Murph. I texted I texted Shakes. I was like, man, I'm yeah. fucking crying right now. This is insane. So I don't know how it'd feel if I saw like merchandise like that and just easy accessibility. I probably cry. <laughs> I probably cry through the joy. You know. The thing is, I, since I had already produced the. Uh, you know, first three versions started. So I had already went through like that initial emotion that I knew both Shakes and Greg's uh, Shakes and Greg were going to go through. Yeah, I told both of them, I'm like, when you order your comics and you get them, you're going to cry when you open them. And they're all, nah, man, you know, just I've got to keep working. <laughs> they were all, they were very business minded. And I kid you not, both of them said something in the group that let me know, like, yeah, you cried and it's okay. <laughs> so, so, so John was like, hey, Record it and send it to me. I have my sister record it. I'm like crying or shit. And I'm like, hey, I'm not sending you this though. I'm not sending you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, is You'll get the I drunk, I love you thing later, but you're not getting this video right now. But that's on your Instagram here, isn't it? No, uh, that's, that's just John's. Uh, what mine's is like boohoo crying, man. I was not sharing that. That's me opening. Oh, uh, I'm too, yeah. I don't know if you can hear anything. Oh, there we go.
that shit already sold and nothing here now. You got the Sergeant Soul merch on. Yeah. Yep. Of course. That was actually found on our website. Uh, I, I did. I learned how to web design through YouTube. I need to see your face. I want to see the tears. Oh, no, I'm not on camera. He's acting all nonchalant. It's no big. <laughs> and it hit different when you get that new comic book smell, but it's your own comic? Oh, sweet oh. Jesus. Yeah, no, it's fire, man. That's such a fire feeling. Nothing beats it. But yeah, and we actually have a good working relationship with uh, the printing company we use. Uh, okay. Is there a legit showtime? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love I love you, Jose. I love you so much, man. Um, <laughs> it probably has some like explicits on that shirt, because like, yeah. But <laughs> There's a story there, and I want to know it. Yeah, it's a long story with our old boss. He was, he was, a, he was a jerk. Okay. Is that, and that's just that's the <laughs> kindest word I can put. Um, but we have a, a very good working relationship with uh, Comics Wellspring. It's the company that's um, our printing company. Okay. Uh, to the point where we have their highest, they did an interview with us. We're the highest uh, viewed uh, interview they have on their Instagram. Huge. Uh, yeah, we we print there all the time. They they heard me call them. Like, hey man, where's my stuff at? You know. So I got to know a couple of the, the higher ups intimately. So did John. So we haven't we've been establishing as we go really important relationships. You know, I hope to do the same thing with you guys here in the community. Keep establishing these relationships to move us forward and move you guys forward as well. I mean, geek out loud. When you geek out loud, you make your tribe, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so yeah. while I love to geek out and yeah. learn the positives, I also think it's not fair or accurate if we don't also share some of the Gosh. rough bits yeah. and the honest Ooh, bits. So as uh, comic book creators and writers and now a comic book studio, um, what are some of those rough edges of that kind of story that people wouldn't know before they get into the muck of it i could start yeah um so like i said i started producing mine all the way like my first one dropped in 2017 yeah. um so you've been doing and, it yeah and like to be honest um as much as i love my first issues and everything um i envy shakes and greg because um we love you too they, their patience they showed in selecting an artist and saving up and getting their first issue the way that they dreamed um, is something that, you know, I won't be able to experience unless I redo my first issue uh, later on down the line. Like, I love it. I'm, it's always something I'm going to be proud of, mm -hmm. but it's a hard sell um, because of the difference in art. Um art style i won't even say quality just art style you know sure. like connie when you see connie it catches your eyes like wow this art is amazing etc cetera, etc cetera. with sergeant soul one it was more i had to sell that much harder um because i have to sell the potential of the story as opposed to connie legacy showtime the art itself draws people in and they're like I want to see what this art is about. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, comic books in of them themselves are a visual art form. Exactly. And that's what draws people, I think, first, just right off yep. the rack before they even yeah. know the characters, right? So, yeah, one of, the, one of the, the bad things, I guess you could say, is um, being impatient when chasing your dream. Um, hmm. 
it, it takes a lot of restraint to not just jump at the first opportunity to get it done. Um, especially when you're, you're a little bit younger, um, you're really eager. So yeah. Um, being careful and diligent in dealing with artists and selecting an artist is one of the harder parts. And one thing that I personally, um, I call it, a, it was a, le it was a learning lesson for me. Um, yeah. um, so yeah, that's one thing that I would say. Um, uh, <clears throat> for me, it's, uh, perfectionism, man. You, you, <laughs> it's killer for, I think for everyone, you know, you always want to be, yeah. you always want to do the most perfect thing every time. Sometimes you just got to say, fuck it and just release it, man. Honestly, um, because you're going to sit on that script every single day, every minute. Like, oh, man, I could maybe if I tweak this sentence or maybe if I added this slang so that the young people hear any, anything, right? Mm -hmm. you, you're trying to count for too much. And honestly, make that comic enjoyable for them. And it is for you. I read my own shit back now. And I'm like, oh, I'm having a good ass time. And like... <laughs> You just got to cut that perfectionism. This sucks. Like, I, I, I think we all do. Anyone as a creator, like, you go through that motion where you just got to just, just drop it, you know? And don't be scared, you know? That's another big thing. I think at one point or another, everyone was, like, just either doubtful or just scared. Like, oh, this won't make it or, you know, whatever the case being. So you just got to do it. I just At the end of the day, you got to do it. Yeah, um, it's like that, that saying, um, it, you're never finished you're just you're still like stopping yeah. yeah it's never done um, you're just i'm gonna stop here and that's what's gonna be um uh, i guess uh another one that's a big one for all of us um especially because we're like we're all dads it's you know we gotta you know accommodate for like a whole nother life um right. there's gonna be days man you're gonna be broke as shit doing this it sucks <laughs> it sucks yeah yes. it sucks chasing the dream man you gotta eat some ramen for like two, three days, man. It sucks chasing the dream, but I can guarantee you that bowl of ramen is so worth it. Once you get that, you get to see people t message you about this comic or yeah. this song you dropped. Whatever, it's just such a satisfying feeling. Where hey, that ramen you ate like three days ago, hey man. Even experiences like this, like getting to, um, you know, getting to talk to other people and see other people tune in just to listen to us talk about. What we're working—it's so still really surreal. Um, yeah, it definitely makes a lot of those nights worth it. Well, you made yeah. on that at BG, so you know you can just retire now. <laughs> and even, even just the writing process, like me and Greg started writing Showtime in 2016. Yeah. We didn't get released till last year, so yeah, yeah. and all that time you just gotta grind and you gotta grind uh, and write. Grind to be accepting of critique, man. Um, yeah. I think you guys know me are pretty big on. I'm big on critiquing and like, like let's let you know moving right, right and left type of deal. Like yeah. we send each other scripts all the time. You know, we don't let anything get published or anything get posted without like a peer review. All this, we all got to read this, get a give a give a couple thoughts on it. Yeah, one of the the uh, <laughs> I won't say it's a bad thing, but it's a uh, interesting dynamic. Is oh yeah. You have three people, you know, chasing their dream, albeit together. Um, mm -hmm. But we have to hold each other accountable. Yeah. Um, we have to be real with each other because at the end of the day, what we put out represents all of us, you know, um, yeah. and it represents what we're building. So there have been some hard conversations. There's been some nights where I'll drop something and I thought it was a great idea. And before you know it, I want to mute 
<laughs> Stop talking to me. I want to mute everybody, everybody and tell them, like, hey, you know what? I'll just talk to y'all next week. Um, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, it's crazy. We'll put out a concept idea thinking, okay, this is going to be cool. Next, you know the question is, what about this? What about that? Hey, you got to um, and I always, back, uh, back and like, you know what? I don't want to talk to y'all no more. Yeah, I always, like, like, you always ask the, the whole idea down. <laughs> my thing is always ask the questions the readers want to ask or want answered. Yeah. So that's always like a big thing we we all try to do, man. You know, make sure we don't have that many questions. The way we present this, they they they, they pretty much answer themselves. We want to make it um not as big two as possible because you know you read a big two comedy there's some questions being answered especially if you're not immersed into yeah. those you know right, so we just like want, you to make, want to make things reader friendly you know yeah. at the end of the day that's always my thought because you know these characters inside and out and i weird connection but i come from a theater background and oh, i huh? always teach my students that if the audience is lost that's your fault that's not theirs because exactly. they yeah. don't know yeah. the story that you're trying to tell and so that, that's interesting that even in writing and comic book writing, it's the same conversation. The yeah. audience controls a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? For better or worse, you know, for better or worse. So you got to accommodate a lot of things. I mean, you're writing uh, for yourselves. You're writing because you mm -hmm. enjoy this. But it is a medium that is meant to be shared with a public. It was, yeah. uh, we did a, a contest. Uh, like I said, we did the Jamboree and there was a, yeah. a really dope comic. Like the comic was amazing. Like visually looks good everything but it was just so complicated where i'm just like yeah you can't sell this to the average reader i can't go to a fourth grader and be like hey read this this yeah. thing don't get it you have to always accommodate it's not always us adults reading it there's kids like fifth sixth grade who want to pick up a, a comic with a curse word in it we gotta accommodate you know for those that you know that audience as well yeah can i ask so what, does a, what does a script of a comic book feel like it's not like just a novel where it's just mm -hmm. a whole narrative but is it like uh, a script there's three different styles you're gonna get three different answers here okay was when i first started writing i come from a background of uh i used to write poetry uh short story i started a novel so i've always been a long prose type of writer okay. um so when i first started writing comics i was still writing that way like i was writing everything out everything all every every bit of uh detail and dialogue that you could think of so sergeant so one um <laughs> sergeant so one was 56 pages oh uh, yeah he explained yeah. like <laughs> that was the trim down version um and so when you say 56 pages does that mean that if as a comic book reader i'm going to read 56 pages of panels or is that just the text nah that was just <laughs> the book was 56 pages wow yeah we cut it down by a lot by the way me and murph sat and like grinded it out yeah um so where now um connie tells probably twice uh connie too tells probably twice as much story and it's only going to end up being uh 18 to 20 pages so i've you know a lot of practice um i've learned that as a writer you have to understand the art is doing half the storytelling for you um, yeah so i learned how to cut out a, a lot of the dialogue and I, a lot of the useless um because you know how like narrators say oh he's walking to the door right <laughs> Like I don't, I, I learned 
you don't have to do that when you're writing comics. Like he's going to be seen walking to the door. You just yeah. need to say what he's answering or responding to or thinking to. So uh, for me, writing a comic feels a lot like um, a lot like going through your day and just having the action words in the notes for the artist to see and be able to turn that into a visual but not so much telling your uh not so much narrating your whole day anymore right um, it's almost like stage directions yeah, versus exactly dialogue. very very much so, yeah oh my it, I, I had no idea that theater and comic books had such a close connection relationship right there yeah so yeah. here you talk about the same exact things that i i think about and i tell my students about uh, we don't need the narrator to say it just don't say it show it exactly yep. yep so then how much of that i don't know if i'm if i'm even allowing all of you to answer all my questions because now i'm okay. just having so many but <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. but with you kind of changing artists and I'm, I'm finding that now you're kind of solidifying your relationship with your artists now yeah. is is that so that the conversation and the story you're telling can more cohesively do it together that's got to be hard if you're changing artists all the time yeah that's why it's really important, like, to find an artist you click with. Yeah. So, because, like, with my artist now, I could just send him my page. Yeah. And he, he yeah. knows, like, I barely have to edit his stuff. Yeah. It's, like, little tweaks, yeah. but he, he's on it. Like, we click now, and I'm going to stick with him for legacy. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same, except I still go... Be like, hey man, maybe you should change this and this and that. Maybe this will look better. <laughs> I still, I still do that. <laughs> but me and, my artist, me and my artist also have a very tight relationship. I actually just messaged him, told him to uh, try to uh, tune in. He's on the yeah, other side of the world, but I still tell him to try to tune in. I think process-wise, uh, I'm the most lenient when it comes to um, like artist edits, like because I really want to give. Even though I'm writing the story and it's a story that I care about. Um, I enjoy giving the artists as much agency as possible, um, which is why you'll see I have, you know, tons of different versions of Connie and Soul, um, and they all look completely different because I enjoy seeing artists interpretations yeah. of, you know, my different characters and stuff like that. Whereas Greg is, he's, the artist is an extension of his hand, even though yep. he can't <laughs> draw it himself. When he's contacting or, or he's contracting the artist, he wants the artist to really be thinking from his brain. Um, mm -hmm. And then Shakes is kind of the middle ground where, like, he, because he has a little bit of uh, artistic ability himself, he, um, he's a little bit more lenient, but he's also very particular about a, a lot of different things. Um, and you can see it in all of our different issues and, and different characters. But it's all about that relationship with the, yep. with the artist. Yeah. yeah. That's important. If you don't build it, and uh, you can't even get in the game. Yeah. Network, networking and, and learning how to socialize has been a huge, uh, huge thing that we've learned. Like, because you think you, when you think about comics and, and geeks and stuff, you know, the stereotype is, oh, they don't do a lot of talking and yada, yada, yada. But when you're making them. Oh my God! You have you you really have to get your social skills and your ability. Oh to yeah, people. You have to communicate. You have to. You have Communication to. is key. There's been way too many times I repeat the same thing to an artist and they don't get it. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. But, but you, you guys have to have visual images. 
here, it looks like this. Here's our goal. This is like this. I'm very, I'll make it easy for you. You yeah. with a little extra finger. <laughs> you know, I sometimes I've taken pictures of myself in poses for my artists. Oh yeah, I want you want it just like this. I, yeah, I was like, I want this. It's like like John was saying, it's, I want is my artist basically an extension of me. But I understand, I'm Scotty Pimpin, and my artist is, is Jordan. I, at the end of the day, <laughs> visually, before, no, understandably, I understand they're looking at this before yeah. they, you know, understand that oh, I'm just as important in the game too. That's you know, it's such an interesting dynamic to be yeah, a shooting guard, you know. So for the, anybody that maybe wanted to do what you guys are doing and has a great comic book idea, maybe they've even drafted it up, but they don't know where to find an artist. Where would you guys suggest? Uh, dive into these Facebook groups, Instagram groups, Twitter group, anything artist. Just 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 look up artists for commission or something like that. And there's oh, there's, there's thousands of people looking for work. Honestly, Man, everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's kind of going back to what you said about when you geek out loud. Um, you never know who you're going to talk to because uh, one of the commissions I had a while back was actually, um, it was just a sketch, but uh, he was my cousin's uh, fiance. Oh, um, wow. And the only reason I even connected with him was because, you know, I was telling my family about what was going on. She's like, oh, my fiance does art. And I'm like, Hey, I love to work with him. So you can find, honestly, the more you talk about it, the more you, like Greg said, and you, if you're in Facebook groups and you're talking about it on Facebook, people will recommend yeah. artists to you. And granted, they won't always be the style you're looking for or anything like that, but um, you run across so many different suggestions and uh, possibilities. Um, but as far as socials go, you can find them on IG, Twitter, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's an artist still alive too. Like <laughs> just hanging on by a thread, but it's there. Yeah. 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 Uh I, I tried there once. The the thing with that is um it didn't hit for, it didn't, it didn't really hit for well for me at least. It's it's really hard on Fiverr because I like to know a little bit about the personality of the person I'm gonna be working with. Okay, yeah. Um, just because that gives me a better understanding of how our connection is gonna be. Um like I like to see how you interact, how you talk, how you you know yeah. carry yourself when you're not selling yourself. Um, yeah. So socials are a little bit easier because before I even reach out to you, I can scroll back on you know multiple posts and see how you were handling yourself in the comments or see the things that you posted. Um, yep. Whereas Fiverr, you know, they got their name, their time zone, their prices, and their images, and it's like okay, but who are you? actually about to reach out and give my money to and i feel like fiverr is probably more for just like some quick commissions oh yeah yeah like i would like a up on there or something relationship that you're trying to build yeah but i do the same thing with you my guests I, people suggest and i'm like okay but i get to vet them first and i go to y'all social media and i check you out and i'm like okay i can vibe with this person <laughs> or this person hasn't posted in two years and they're quiet like that's gonna be a painful hour and a half on the internet. <laughs> I'm always we're, all, we're pretty active, as you can see. If you've seen some of my stories, I'm either posting the comic or I'm posting like music I'm listening to for the day. It's usually how my Instagram is, or my kid. I post my kid a lot on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shake's gone again. That um, kiwi. Eddie's back. Guys, the kiwi guys. I am. I already apologize. I don't know what's going on here. And you thank you for legacy too. And you gotta apologize. I'm sorry, <laughs> kiwi guys. I, I did not eat a Can you go get a kiwi and eat one right now? I think that's you have to, man. Too high. Oh my! It's the only way. 
You got to Uber each just one Kiwi, though, and, like, tip that dude 10 bucks for it. Next time I come back here, I'll have a Kiwi ready for me. So yeah, I can yeah. apologize to the Kiwi oh, guys. Yeah. We would definitely love to come back um, at any time. Yeah. Like I said, we uh, this Kickstarter, or like Greg said, this Kickstarter is really um, – we're we're hoping it's a launch pad for this year. Um, mm-hmm. We want to not just drop these three products, uh, these three projects in the first quarter. We're essentially aiming to get another round uh, near summer, and then to end the year with another round, if possible. Um, we really want to grow uh, grow our universe as fast and as big as possible um, because we've been sitting on this. Like they said, they've been working on stories since sixteen. Um, we're all writing different scripts right now. Um, I just came up with an idea the other day that is going to be hilarious. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm excited for that one. It, it's going to be amazing. But like, we have so many ideas, and we want to get not get through these stories, but we really want to like get these stories get out there. so that we can start telling <laughs> even more and really like expanding the universe uh, in every direction. Yeah, we want to grow with the fan base, you know. As, yeah, as people just grow, you know, jump into our universe. We want to just keep expanding it too, expand with everyone. Yeah, you want to give them something that they're jumping into. Yeah. Yep. So as as Rising Eagle grows, um, how do you hope that you are able to affect the greater conversation about comic books? Um. Uh, yeah, uh one, I would uh, hope that as we start, you know. We start making funds and we're able to lower our prices. The big two will lower their prices too because comics are like six ninety nine now. Man, that shit's expensive. <laughs> what? Yeah, dude, it's yeah. super expensive. I got like a forty dollar gift card. I was like, okay, I can buy like four comics. Like, I can't really buy as much as I would like to. Uh, I, 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 our goal, our, I think our goal is just to just be impactful uh, overall. Like, similar to like I said, I bring up Milestone a lot because they're just that big. They brought the static shock when we were kids. So I yeah. hope we get to touch different mediums as we continue expanding you know get some anime out there we're all big anime guys i'll get some anime out there get some movies out there uh yeah. we're not um, gonna do what dc did with the, the extended universe not we're not gonna do that guys i can almost yeah. guarantee you please we're don't. gonna be organized at the very least we'll be organized <laughs> <laughs> the very least we'll be organized and i'm the biggest dc guy ever but we'll be organized <laughs> and yeah. i i really like all the inspiration that i drew as a kid from other artists comics whatever i want to have the same yeah i was cutting out create my own thing you know my own comic or whatever when i'm growing up yeah. and that i'm yeah. happy with that your kids to be able to do the same thing that you yeah. are hired to do and then for yeah. me, i want to um I want to show people that comics or geeking out or following your dream even isn't just for like a certain type of people. Like it's really anyone and everyone. Um, like I come from, you know, I played football my whole life. I wasn't the typical looking uh, geek, you know, so I didn't deal with a lot of the things. Um, but when people find out that I am a geek, you know, I don't want it to be a surprise. You know, I want people to be to be able to geek out loud and be able to be themselves and chase their dreams without any type of uh without any type of you know uh, stigma around it you know yeah i just like embrace who you are and all your dreams whenever you want to and i love to hear that especially out of you because 
you started this conversation by saying that you were a casual geek you weren't like a big geek almost like you had excluded yourself from allowing yourself <laughs> to have that title of geek because you felt like well i'm not a real geek i'm just casual but yeah, yeah. now i think you might look back at your past self and say you know what you're a big fucking geek and i'm proud of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think young me would 100 percent be proud of uh the things i'm doing the things i'm helping to do uh and you know some of the some of the connections i've made and things like that oh uh, yeah for sure uh murph's gonna go down as like the godfather of this comic shit, honestly because we probably wouldn't be doing we i wouldn't be doing this at least because you started he put, this man he, yeah he's going down as one of the goats so we're just gonna join along you know put our names down there too in the canon of comic book history rising eagle will soar that's, hey, that's the way it goes. Oh, I'll yes. ask a hot topic question uh, to cause drama. Bozer, which character is your favorite? Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. And it's it's so difficult because A, I haven't read the comics. Mm -hmm. I've only gotten a piece, so I can't rightly judge. Um but I like Showtime. He's because it's like I like the concept that he's living his own comic story. That's incredibly creative and not anything like I've seen before. I like Legacy because it's Avatar and he's got the one right dope armor. It actually the armor of, I think it, it was Killer Instinct. There was an old video game, Killer Instinct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One yeah. They had an arm looks a lot like Legacy, but yeah. it was like big and black. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I just had like a nostalgic hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> okay, I fucking love that. And Connie just sounds like a badass bitch that I that i'm not worthy of <laughs> so i know i skirted around the question because i i don't have an answer i can't i love them all i well, can go read them yeah but, um so actually um i actually have to send you a link over to um uh probably after this um i entered uh, a shonen jump contest enter showtime yeah uh up there so you can read it on uh, manga plus creators Okay. So you just type in Showtime. It's up there. I peaked at so far at 64, but I'm thinking I'm back at like the 150s because I've been so focused on the Kickstarter. I haven't been sharing that as much. Yeah. Um, you could uh read. You could go to Comics Wellspring, uh, download all the digitals. Uh, I just found it and I just shared it with the chat in case anybody else wants to go read. Perfect. Right. Uh, yeah, Showtime, Showtime, they're free. Comics Wellspring PDFs. Uh, you download them. Are there um, any physical copies I can pick up anywhere? Like, would you be at a comic book store, or we're not there um, yet? I, got, I, got, I, got, I think we got them at a couple shops, but I got to yeah, go look it up and see if they sold out or not. We're still trying to find the best. Uh, well, which stores are really accepting it? comics? Because a lot of them don't uh, let you just walk in and drop them off anymore. Um, so oh, yeah. we're still trying to find chains or, or individual stores where we can drop off issues. We have tons of them on hand, um, but we can. We can put together a little uh a little swag bag and uh you message greg or, or message us with your address and we can get it to you in no time um, um okay. we love you our <laughs> <laughs> that mean, but that means you got to hop on that kickstarter too I was about to say, if i if i donate to the kickstarter can i have a swag bag hey, <laughs> the, uh, if you check under the rewards um and you do the add-ons uh there's actually a catch-up add-on would mm -hmm. let you get all of our previous issues. Um, so anyone who wants to pledge and uh, just make sure you check add-ons, 
hit uh hit the catch up package and you can get all the past ones and get the three new ones once we're fully funded. Dope. I'm I'm doing it. <laughs> Appreciate <You are> <laughs> Oh, there's there's an add-on. Okay, I see, I see, I see. Okay. I'll have to do that after the stream. For sure. Because now I'm definitely interested and I and I appreciate the work so much more when I know the artists and know <laughs> the writers. And we've had a couple of writers on here. Uh, books that maybe yeah. I wouldn't grab just mm -hmm. on my own off the shelf. But now because yeah. I know them and they shared the story behind it, I'm like, oh my God, I have to read that. <laughs> so yeah, thank you guys for coming. sharing tonight. Um, if you guys have really resonated anything with Rising Eagle, then please go just search Rising Eagle Comics if you're listening. But if you're here in the chat, you can use, like Alec did, command Rising Eagle. It takes you straight to their Instagram, which also is linked to the comic Wellspring, where you can pick up their own comics. And it's got links in the post and on their Facebook to their Kickstarter. So please go support these guys because Thank you. they honestly so much deserve it. I've, I've had such a great time. It's been a blast. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, this is this is great. Really enjoyed uh, talking to you, getting to you know tell our story and, and talk about what we're working on. But before I, I let you go, can we end on something a little ridiculous? All Let's right, do it. Let's do it to it. We don't have to do it long, but um, one of the oldest games we've ever played here on Four Geeks by Geeks is superhero superpowers with a catch. So because I'm here with some real deal comic book writers, I thought we'd play Superpowers. So how it works is Ooh. I've got a, a random superpower generator with ads galore for PetSmart. <laughs> hey, I got two dogs myself, so... I gotta get an ad blocker for you too. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Before we get because whenever me, whenever we've been like brainstorming on new characters and stuff, yeah, there's multiple times where we've found a page like this, yeah, and just randomly generated powers or or ideas and seen if we could write something based off that. So this is yep. this is gonna be hilarious. So the key is, uh, I'm gonna randomly generate a superpower and. We have to think of how that superpower is cool, but give it a catch so that maybe it kind of sucks. Like, nope. I can fly, but only when I'm powered by my own farts. Gotcha. Okay, so we don't want to use invisibility. That was there already. We're going to generate a new superpower, and this is just kind of popcorn, so shout out whatever you think. Atomic manipulation, the power to, the ability to reconstruct atomic makeup. Okay, uh... Um. Hmm. um this would be me if i had this power atomic manipulation i have the power to change the at atoms at their level but i got an f in science <laughs> uh, uh, atomic manipulation but you can only hmm, hmm. i didn't expect this one uh, I didn't either. Like, damn. Yeah, 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 they think we're going to get, like, a difficult one from the jump. But you can only change the butt. Got it. <laughs> the butt? <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, John, did you have one? I heard you. 
I was going to say a time manipulation, but you got a slight case of dyslexia, so all your ads <laughs> are backwards. <laughs> that doesn't matter, right? If the two is on the front, it, it, it does. It matters a lot. You, hydrogen <laughs> and carbon together in a different way makes a whole like lot a of freaking nuke. <laughs> John R. King says atomic manipulation, but whatever you alter always comes out as cheese. <laughs> That's not that's not too bad in my opinion. Yeah, well, shakes. You guys back. have like Gouda cheese. Like you could you could, you could kind of start cheating the system a bit. Okay, give us a new one. X-ray vision, the ability to see through anything except lead, apparently. All right, Superman. All right, <laughs> right. Kiwi one. X-ray vision, but you can't see the the, the answers to a test. <laughs> that sucks. Ooh. Um, but it only works when you're sleeping. Oh, that's ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, trash right there. X ray, you get, you get x ray vision, but you have to constantly move. You can't stay in one place, you got to keep moving. You're just gonna get freaking <laughs> x ray vision, but it makes a really loud noise whenever you do. No. Oh <laughs> hey, what are you boots looking at? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing like at all. Rain coming down. DSB says X-ray vision, but it's legitimately radioactive. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds you that uh, that Spider-Man powers of his actual spider just spider just come out of his eye all family guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right, get another one. Animal control, the ability to speak with and take command of animal kind. Um, whenever you talk to an animal, it doesn't like you. <laughs> whenever you talk to an animal, it just starts to fight you. So you <laughs> <laughs> whenever you talk to an animal, you taste the last thing they eat. Uh, oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that goes south real bad here with the Chicago dogs. I'm uh, never, I'm never talking uh, to my dog again. Sorry, <laughs> real yeah, south. Man. We're not talking. You talk to a wolf, you go taste rabbit ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, imagine that. talking to a pig though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask him if he can make bacon, bro. Like, unstoppable uh, <laughs> momentum. You, you become, become impossible to stop once you're moving. Hmm. But you can't turn. You're just like, ah! uh, you forget where you're going. <laughs> you unstoppable, really uh, unstoppable momentum, but you can only go up. <laughs> oh, that's tough. <laughs> you go take out a plane. Just. That's a callback to our very first, actually, our very first YouTube episode on Four Geeks by Geeks three and a half years ago. We played this nice. game with my very first co-host, PK, and that was his. It was flying, but he's like, but you can only fly up in a straight line. <laughs> uh, pour one out for PK. Um, he's not dead. <laughs> he's not dead. <laughs> Just for anybody that isn't aware, he's not dead. He's very much alive. Uh, you guys have much better answers. We're just going to skip me. Uh, evil projections. The ability to call upon the darkness to take out your enemies. Oh. No, you have this power, but you're scared of it. You're scared <laughs> of the dark. 
<laughs> yeah, but you never turn the light off. Just all <laughs> um, the ability to call upon the darkness, but it it resonates in all of your like seventh grade fears. I was literally gonna say, I think, but monsters always come out when you do it. <laughs> but what? But monsters always come out when you use your powers. Yeah. You can call out the darkness, but you have to cuddle with it later before you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you can call upon the darkness, but it might leave you on red. <laughs> like, like you, big spoon. The darkness is little spoon type of thing. <laughs> you, DSP says you call upon demons, but they complain the whole time. <laughs> or you call upon demons and they're lazy. Oh, that's tough. I don't know if I feel like doing this today. Can we try again tomorrow? That's not in my Zoom schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Evil projection, but you sunburn terribly if you go out in the direct sunlight. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. I got to look like a Tumblr character, though. All right, last one before I let you go. Live your best okay. life and get back to your children. Oh, my God. Explosive <laughs> farting. The well, they already got the, they got the con there. Um... How do you add an extra butt to this giant yeah. butt? Wait, what's the power again? Explosive, explosive farting. farting. You, explosive farts? Into, yeah, to turn yeah. one's farts into explosions. That's actually pretty dope. <laughs> dude, like you at the bar, you already get the bubble guts because you've been mixing drinks and that one dude's been talking too much stuff? No, nah, you just, nah, you, you, gotta, you gotta use it for your shot, man. Just hand it over. Like, here you go, bro. I bought you a drink. <laughs> um... <laughs> Damn, well, man! I don't know. I feel like they get they, they kind of knew they, they kind of got this one. Like, yeah, that's, that's a good time. You know, every time you do an explosive fart, you cry, like sobbing, crying. Every time you fart, you throw up. Oh, okay. Add, John says, "Add an extra butt." <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the fart, uh, every time you fart, your nose gets a little bit bigger. Let's go, oh, man! Freaking Pinocchio effect with every ass rip. <laughs> farting. But every frat guy in the tri-state area rushes to your house to be your best friend. Oh, no, man. No, nah, man. Yeah, We're in Chicago. I'm okay. Yeah. No. No. Bro, I don't need the down the street coming over here. Dude, check this guy out, my man. Hey, Greg, what do you say? <laughs> Play some Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Play some Bad Bunny. Please, <laughs> I don't want to hear that the whole time if it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys, you have, I've had so much fun hanging out with you guys. Same. And you, Same. Like all of our guests. I, I tell this, I say this all the time, but I've yet to have a bad guest. I don't know why every person on the show ends up being the greatest on the planet. And it was what, no less true with all of you. Glad to keep the streak alive, brother. Good. Yes. Yes. Keep that well, definitely down to come back again, man. Maybe after the, we drop the, the second issue, we'll probably run up here again. Yes, please do. I want an update. And I know now that you've got so many more fans yep. on YouTube, on podcasts, and here on Twitch, they're going to want to know. And if you guys want to follow along the journey yourselves, hit them up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Rising Eagle Comics, and go support the Kickstarter. Now it's live until when? Uh, February 7th at 1.30 p.m. All right, 28 more days until February 7th. I didn't do the math. I read that on their site. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, you want to make six grand, and you're a, almost a sixth way there. Yep. So let's do this, 4Geeks community. Let's do it for Thank them because they're yes. stressed. I appreciate all the support. Uh, 
from the smallest budgets to just if you want to share the post, uh, every every helps. Um, spread the word, make your pledge, and just you know tune in for what we got coming. We will yes. be sharing it on our social media directly after the stream. Thank you. And uh, and if all of you liked this tonight's geek out sesh, then tune in again. We're doing it again next week with the comic educator. I'm sticking in the comic realm. I'm so Let's excited. Do it, man. You guys actually might really love this guest because he likes to highlight underrepresented comic communities. I can't wait to hear. I, he's, I'm just fishing him for a, my list of guests for the future. Like, <laughs> okay, who is that? What's the studio? What's their Instagram? Got it. And T will be live again this Wednesday. He'll be playing Curveball uh, Rocket Science. I'm. <laughs> It's, it's a thing. It's real right. physics. I'm not good That's at it. Effort. Hopefully he is much better. And then Thursday is our ongoing campaign of City of Mist. Tune in. We're up to episode 20-something. It's getting wild. So if you're into RPGs like D&D, but this is a little bit gothic noir. It's almost like writing a graphic novel with your friends. Oh. Tune in. It's good stuff. All right. Better um, enough. Um, but I am looking for somebody to raid. So if anybody has a suggestion in the chat, let me know. Greg, John, Jakes, this has been amazing. Thank you. Appreciate you for having us, brother. Thank you. You're back on team. We'll be back on. Yes. Hashtag Connie is Bay. Hashtag (laughs) Showtime Fun Time. Hashtag It's a Legacy. (laughs) And we have a little tradition at the end. And I never tell my guests ahead of time because I forget and I'm. (laughs) uh, But. We're going to say, until next time, I am, and then say each of your names, and then we're going to say, you just keep, and then we all together say, geeking out, okay? I got you. Can we, this is the practice run slash real thing. Um, I want to say, we going to need some practice. Until next time, I am Bozer. I'm Red. I'm Shakes. And you just keep? Geeking out loud. Geeking out loud. <laughs>